Monarch, Legacy of Monsters, an Apple original series. The world is on fire. I decided to do something about it. On November 17th. This place, it's not ours. Believe me. The most massive event of the year arrives. If you come with me, you'll know everything, I promise. Oh my God, go, go, go! Monarch, Legacy of Monsters. Streaming November 17th, only on Apple TV+. Level up your listening with Bose QuietComfort Ultra Earbuds and Headphones with immersive sound and world-class noise cancellation for a not-so-silent night. Visit Bose.com slash Spotify to shop sound that's more than a present. Hey, hey. Okay, so you guys know that I've moved my platform over to Patreon, and that's patreon.com slash Jamie Glowacki. So everything is moved there. That's where I'm now housing all my parenting content. For a dollar a month, you can access all the episodes of my podcast, but no worries if you don't want to do any financial commitment at all. We'll continue to release selected episodes here on your favorite listening platform. And just so you know, I also put up free public posts and mini podcasts on that Patreon page. So all you have to do is head over to that main page, patreon.com slash Jamie Glowacki, and you can see my free public posts and mini podcasts. Head over there to check it all out. And now on to today's show. Hey, I'm Jamie Glowacki, and you are listening to Oh Crap, I Love My Toddler, But Holy Fuck. This is a podcast for conscious parents who drop the F-bomb a lot. Hey, hey, you guys, it is that time of year when we start thinking about gifts, if you haven't already started thinking about gifts. And of course, I love gifts that inspire kids to learn, to use their bodies, that use the whole brain, the whole child. And I personally don't like a lot of crap. So this is your no crap gift guide that Jen and I worked really hard to curate the best things for you guys, keeping in mind that holiday season 2020 is coronavirus Christmas or coronavirus Hanukkah. (laughs) So keeping in mind, normally we suggest lots of experiences, but of course that may not be available right now. One of the things I want to talk about before I get into the actual gifts and all the gifts are linked in the show notes. And we have tried in all cases to find small businesses, independent businesses that carry these items. In some cases we couldn't and we resorted to Amazon. I'm sure you can find all of this on Amazon. Personally, I'm trying to trying to give Jeff Bezos just a little less money. So <laughs> doing my best, but of course, yeah, got to do what you got to do. But I did want to bring up the question of, you know, how to handle relatives. And this is an ongoing question from the minute I started my podcast. My first podcast was, uh, I forget the title, but like condo for kids, how to like make your house more minimalistic, you know, less crap so that kids have freedom to learn. Because they can't, if you have too much stuff, you're going to get butterfly play, which is the kid just sets down and then and goes away very quickly. So the idea is that you want less stuff because it it opens up deeper play. And it also, I just think it really helps. Uh, for me, it helps my mind. If I, my house and my space is too cluttered, 
I get too cluttered. And so, but what inevitably comes up is what do we do about the grandparents? What do we do about my sister? What do we do about this? What do we, you know, people who not only get you an abundance of maybe cheaper or crappier toys and stuff, but delight in it and have obvious delight in it. So this really comes down to a gift is a gift. And as much as you want it to be useful, as much as you want, you know, a certain aesthetic in your home, if your parents don't know that and they're not getting that, there's not much you can do without being rude. Unless you have the kind of relationship where you're like, hey, this is something that we're doing. We're really serious. We like, you know, we like a a wooden basket, rustic setting or, you know, atmosphere in our house, or we're trying to minimize toys to the kids, you know, you may have that relationship, but if you have that relationship, I'm pretty sure you don't need me telling you this. (laughs) You know, you have to just look at it this way. Grandparents want the credit. So it's really hard for grandparents to go in on a gift for kids because they usually want the credit. And what I mean by credit is they want the shrieks. They want the ooh, the ah, the kisses, the, oh my God, Meme, I love you so much. Thank you. My mom would never get me this. Like that for a grandparent is solid gold in the bank. And so it doesn't matter what you say. They will roll right over you with a bulldozer to get that from their grandkids. And it's love. It's just out of love. So, you know, part of this is maybe figuring out a system for just getting it in and out of your house really quick. But remember... We've had some conversations about this on Patreon, and I've had some conversations about this on social media, and there can be a running over the grandparents' feelings for you to get the gift you really want for your child. So just bear that in mind. I think what happens too with this year is we have a lot of tension. There's just a lot of tension and you're home with your kids. So you kind of want what you want because you know that this winter is going to be hell. So you want everything like in line. (laughs) So just bear that in mind. I also want to mention, if you've been following me for a long time, you probably remember this from last year. But if you're new to me, last year, Pascal and I, we do Christmas. I'm not religious. So it's the, what do I call it? The consumeristic retail holiday around solstice known as Christmas. (laughs) And we love it. And I have tons of Christmas stuff. I have tons of stuff that was given to me, that was handed down to me. A lot of it isn't even stuff I chose. But last year, for whatever reason, I can't even remember what started it. Oh, I know what started it. I had gotten his birthdays in June and he had gotten, he had upgraded to a real drum set, like a full drum set, which is not cheap. And then also he started hunting in September. And you need the proper gear, including his, um, not crossbow, his compound bow. His compound bow is ridiculous, like all said and done. And, you know, he needed gear, winter gear. There's just certain kind of gear and your hunting gear, you can't use for other things because if you sweat, you start to smell and, and the animal can pick up your scent. So it's, it's quite specific. And of course we had a, we had a, great guy, our hunting mentor. He's an older gentleman, awesome guy. And he took Pascal under his wing. And I just wanted to make sure Pascal was totally set up so that he wouldn't miss an opportunity because like, what, he didn't have the right clothes. So he tapped me out for the year, you know? And so at Christmas, I was like, dude, you got the drum set, you got your bow, you got all your gear. Do you want to do a $5 Christmas? And he 
you know, he goes with my mom and he buys very thoughtful presents for me in years past. And he, his like look of relief came over his 13 year old boy face. And he's like, oh my God, that would be great. I would love to do a $5 Christmas. So we had a $5 Christmas and it took all my willpower not to cave. I am the kind of person, I had some years in my life that we were very, very poor. And so how that shows up for me is Christmas. And I am a sucker like two weeks before I will be so good. I will like buy only the things that I know are beneficial and great toys. <laughs> and then two weeks before I panic, I'm like, that's not enough for under the tree. And I bet, and historically I have just, I have bought nonsense, nonsense that you end up, it ends up that summer at the yard sale table, or we end up giving it away. So I was being really, really strict with myself and I did not cave. And we had this amazing $5 Christmas. Now on top of relieving, I I didn't know that gifts were such a big deal. It relieved so much stress. We ended up having the best holiday season ever. And I finally got over my fear of, I have a deathly fear of fire, like freakish fear of fire. Like we'll turn around on the freeway to come home and check the stove, fear of fire. And so I've never had a real tree. And I've always told him, I said, listen, if you want, if you want a real tree, we don't do lights. We can do lights on a fake tree or a real tree with no lights. And he always wanted the lights. So last year I was like, dude, I think I can do this. People told me that the lights have improved since, you know, 1972, which I believe got LED lights. We got a very, you know, it was a small stout real tree. We did one big strand of white lights. We took our five, five or six favorite ornaments from our pile of thousands. We did popcorn and cranberry strands and we did dried oranges and cranberries. And the garlands took us, they took us a while, you know, like, um, I don't know, it was kind of like the ongoing season. I'd say we finished a couple of weeks before Christmas, but it was kind of like an ongoing evening activity. We'd watch TV and string the garlands a little bit more. We didn't put up a whole bunch of, we didn't decorate the whole house. We put up a few more white twinkle lights and it was it was like minimalizing Christmas. It was a minimalist Christmas and it was gorgeous. And we were so happy. And we had Huga is the Danish word, H-Y-G-G-E. I'm sure you've seen it about. It's like creating cozy. And it's what you should cultivate, especially this year. <laughs> but you make your house cozy. And it was just, it was this feeling. It was so great. And we just brought everything down by like thousands of notches. And we ended up having the best holiday season. I carefully chose what events we were going to. So anyway, you can totally bring your holiday down yourselves. And I know it's weird because this Christmas is going to just be so different. This holiday season is going to be so different. I know in my small town, literally everybody did Christmas, like the day after Halloween, it's been jacked up. And I think people just want the lights. Lights are in every tradition. It's from the solstice. It's from the darkest night of the year. And we light the darkness. And so everybody's going like super jacked up. Do what you want to do. But also, I want to give you permission to jack it up or to bring it way, way down. Okay, without further ado, let's jump into these gifts. So let's start with the gifts for kids. We have ninja supplies to spark big play. So these, you set up a slack line in the backyard and they're all kinds of grip. If you have read, oh crap, I have a toddler. A lot of these products are ones that I have mentioned throughout the book or the concepts behind them are one I've mentioned in the book. Ninja classes are 
huge because that is defines big play. So it uses such arm strength. It builds core, which helps penmanship, which helps stop mitigating pushing and niggly behavior. It's just whole body play. A lot of our play this this time in society centers around legs, running, soccer. It doesn't center around full body. So I love the ninja supplies. There are classic toys for endless fun. We have several marble runs. Now I bring up marble runs in Oh Crap, I Have a Toddler because marble runs are endless. The the possibilities are endless. So we found a wood hate brand. Uh, it looks like it's labeled for kids four plus. So of course, be aware they're marble runs. <laughs> Whatever child you have, you know, you know if they're going to swallow marbles or not. There's plastic ones I have always, we had a plastic one that you could only put together one way and it was very frustrating. But Jen has a plastic one that she said it's really open for, uh, awesome for open-ended play. Other ideas could be a slingshot for kids or a bow and arrow. These are super fun. They spark big play. You instantly get a kid who's like stalking through the woods and like, you know, thinking they're, you know, a wild west person. So it's kind of cool. The marble run, I have always preferred the wooden. Um, we had one that looked very different from the one Jen found here. Ours was just, uh, it was kind of a Waldorf approved. It looked like blocks with holes in it. And so it doubled as blocks until Pascal was old enough to, to use it as a marble run. But here's an idea, and this is a general idea, but also for marble runs is you can make them out of anything. You can make them out of pool noodles, pool noodles that are sliced in half long ways, toilet paper rolls, paper towel rolls. You can really, you can go to Home Depot and get a piece of like molding for the, uh, for the ceiling for like, I don't know, a dollar. And you can do that. And you can do these are precursors to Rube Goldberg's, which are really cool. But you could make a basket, especially if I know like this year could be tight financially for a lot of people. So don't forget that kids really do play with the box more than they play with the toy. So art baskets are phenomenal and you can put all kinds of like recycling stuff in the basket and call it like a marble run basket or, you know, art supply basket. And it can be a couple of purchase items with some you know, amazing stuff from your recycling bin. So don't be afraid of that. And don't think, kids don't care. They open a present and that's all they care about. And they'll be like, oh my God. I don't know if you've seen, there's a video circulating. Go go look on Facebook. It's hilarious. It's a little girl opening a banana. And she is so freaking thrilled to get a banana. It's, it's about unwrapping. <laughs> so don't be afraid, especially if finances are tight. Don't overstretch yourself this year. Don't stretch yourself into credit. Just, you know, be a little creative and remember that it's, it's a lot of the presentation, right? It's not necessarily what it is inside. We have games for building connection. Yeah. So remember you want to fill their emotion bucket. And sometimes that is just an amazing you know, sit down, play a game. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be crazy. I love Spot It. I think Dougal, I think they call it in England. I put it on Instagram and it was uh, a huge hit. But Jen found Sleeping Queens, Outfoxed, which is shown in the picture, Go Fish. In Jen's house, the most used gift ever, and this is from her kids, are the Rainbow Wood Blocks and memory match games. I will say the same. We had a Haba set of blocks that looked like some sort of weird castle, and it was 100% used every single day. So don't be afraid of classic blocks or, or different and interesting blocks. Monarch Legacy of Monsters, an Apple original series. The world is on fire. I decided to do something about it. On November 17th. This place, it's not ours. Believe me. 
the most massive event of the year arrives. If you come with me, you'll know everything, I promise. Oh my God, go, go, go! Monarch Legacy of Monsters, streaming November 17th, only on Apple TV+. So let's talk, and I have actually another podcast coming out about how to help with seasonal affective disorder. And a lot of that is how to stay outside, how to be outside. And so make sure your kids... And you are geared up for playing outside no matter what the weather, okay? Hannah Anderson snowsuits are phenomenal. They are pricey, but the European sizing, it it's magic. It makes it last like three seasons. Pascal had a snowsuit that lasted him three seasons, two, three, four years old. So, you know, it, it's worth it to put the extra money, if you have it, up front and get longevity. You can always resell Hannah Anderson in consignment stores. You can always find them there as well. It never shows where. I used to own a secondhand kid store. I would get third generation Hannah Anderson and it would still look amazing. And I still buy their PJs. Their PJs started that, the matching family, you know, green and red stripes. I know you can find those cheaper now at like Target, but that was an original Hannah Anderson. You can smart wool. Kids don't really love it, but you know, it's something that maybe you could ask the grandparents for something, but smart wool is also really awesome. Flashlight, just a simple flashlight. Kids love flashlights. Freezy freakies, emoji kickball, and rainbow umbrella for walks in the rain. Think ahead. You guys are going to want to be outside as much as humanly possible. So make sure that that, you know, that the kids are geared up so there's no bitching and moaning. There's going to be bitching and moaning, but you know what I mean. We can have sensory fun for potty training kiddos or any kiddos is this super fancy, cool Play-Doh. Oh, chalkboard for cursive writing if your child is learning cursive. It used to be that cursive was taught before print. I don't know why we print. We think printing is somehow easier. It's not. All kids claim cursive is easier. Pascal learned cursive. He learned cursive so he could sign checks for his employees, of which he has none. So I thought that was a very interesting <laughs> development. But he he went to cursive and never looked back. I don't even know if he knows how to print anymore because he has always been cursive writing. So a chalkboard is a really great idea. And then ongoing gifts that show up at the mail. This is a really great surprise for kids because it's kind of ongoing. Again, for grandparents, it's like not a... <sighs> It's hard because they don't get that holiday day credit, but they do get a monthly like, oh my God, you know, grandma and grandpa got me this. So there's a couple of cool magazines. There's Bravery Magazine and National Geographic. Highlights is always a popular one. The magazine shows up in the mailbox and it's like getting a gift every month, right? So it's kind of awesome. Let's pause here though and say a word because these are all very, very popular. We just want to talk about some problems that we have heard from these gifts, especially the the boxes now are really popular. Tinkerbox is one. We got Tinkerbox a couple of years ago. Well, maybe more than a couple of years ago. We didn't love it. It it was one of those things that was like too complicated for him to do on his own, but he didn't, it, he needed just an annoying level of help from me. And they didn't do the cool things. They we didn't get the cool boxes they showed in the ads. It, it just kind of fell flat. And I ended up with like junk in my house. Now that your kids might be a different age. They might be a different personality. If you've had, you know, this box before, that is awesome. Jen had a super unhappy experience with highlights. 
that she was gifted, loved it, but then couldn't opt out when it was done. They totally spammed her mom and made it so difficult to not renew that it became a huge headache for her. Now, the other thing is, you know, they all have these like, click here for the free gift or click here for this. And these are older people a lot of times getting these for kids and they're really susceptible to the click here, it's free. And we all know it's not free. So just be cautious with that. Another kind of bad experience that Jen had was her brother had gotten her little passports. And one thing that was a little sneaky is it's only a six month it's only a six month subscription, but they sent things that were like year long projects, like a coin collection that was set up. The material was set up for a year. And so when the kids got to six months, they were like, well, what do we do with the rest of it? So that's a little, I don't know, preying on little minds. Also, they had no customer service number. So that it was auto renew. And I actually Googled this and it's on the Better Business Bureau. They had a huge amount of complaints. They don't send you a warning about auto renew. So you got to like mark your calendar and make sure you go on and there's no phone number. So it's really hard to get in touch with somebody. So I don't know if you know this, but in any of any company, you can Google the company and do slash scam or bad reviews and you can find the bad reviews. Every product's going to have somebody bitching about it. I do this with Amazon. You know, you look at the reviews and you look at the, what are the complaints? And the complaints uh, can help you decide if you want the product, you know, and some of them are obviously just stupid, moronic people who don't know how to work something. Or I love when they're like, they review the product and they're like, this took a week longer to come. And it's like, well, that's not really the, the product. But I feel like it, it, you know, like, oh, this stroller, you know, I hit my foot on this stroller and I'm six, six feet. So it lets you know, like, oh, is it, is it good for me? So you can also do that with any product you're thinking about. And I would encourage that for these subscriptions because, you know, you don't want to get into sticky things. Jen's brother ended up like getting charged. He, he had gotten the little passports for six nieces and nephews, and they all auto-renewed, and it's not a cheap thing. So there are tons of those those boxes out there, so just proceed with caution, because I think they seem really fun, but, but you end up with a monthly load of crap sometimes. <laughs> but again, if you love them, I'm not I'm not putting them down. I, they didn't work for us, but I'm, I, they're, they're big companies, so I'm sure they're working for a lot of kids. Experience gifts. And again, this is a little tricky because, you know, especially with little guys, it's hard to give an experience that you don't even know when is going to happen, like with, you know, with coronavirus right now. But there are some winter things. And we're saying this, of course, with a grain of salt because I don't know what will be open in your area, but skiing lessons is a great idea. Getting out on a mountain is awesome. And of course, skiing is a pricey activity. So if you could ask for a lift pass or you could ask other people for uh, skiing lessons, but you can also get that for your kids. Ice skating, uh, ice skating lessons. It's really awesome. And a lot of times they have some sort of program in your area where it's discounted. So that would be amazing. There's all kinds of things. There's paddle boarding in the summer. You know, I, I had posted on Instagram, we had taken a hot air balloon ride. The hot air balloon ride was like $125. I don't know. It To me, it was like not, that was like nine years ago, but it was so cheap for the experience. And I had also posted, it's, it's sometime in your life, take a helicopter ride through the Grand Canyon. And again, that was like $125. I don't know. It, to me, it was so... It was so little money for the huge experience, you know? And I'm not saying $125 is little money, but it was it was awesome. So those are ideas. And of course, now, right now, you get the idea, but 
It's really hard with coronavirus. And check with art studios around your area. They may be doing kits. Like I know there's a lot of art studios local to me that are doing, you know, like a paint, a paint kit. They'll give you all the supplies. You go do curbside pickup and then they'll do a Zoom and walk the kids through it. So that's kind of cool. And uh, bakeries, a lot of bakeries are doing like do it yourself. Like they'll do cookie kits Like you can get the cookies and they have all the supplies for baking and, and painting them and everything. Now let's run through really quick gifts for grownups because you guys get gifts too. And let's not forget smart wool, smart wool, smart wool. So this season, if you are in cold weather, you're going to have to be outside you guys. And one of the number one things I hear is I, I hate the cold. I'm miserable in the cold. There is no such thing as bad weather. There is only bad gear. You can, there's 100% waterproof gear. There is, you know, just being warm, having the right gear. And of course, the beauty of it is we're largely done growing. So, you know, we, after the holidays, we may go out a little, <laughs> but we will grow up. So you can afford to invest a lot of times, you know, you can invest a little more in your stuff than in the kids' stuff because it's going to be around forever. Smartwool is not cheap. I have consistently said I discovered them this year. If I win the lottery, I would be dressing only in Smartwool. It is the most luxurious base layer I have ever owned. And I love the winter and I'm outside every single day. So, you know, if you can, that's a great investment. Fitness. Gyms are closing. Home fitness. I believe in home fitness anyway. It's really challenging when you have kids, but you can't, a lot of times you just can't get to the, to the gym. I have found, I bought this brute force rec bag. I had been looking for a rec bag. So those, these are big bags that are filled with sand. They create an unstable weight. And I had heard this guy on a workout video say like, yeah, lifting like 10 pound weights is stupid. We're never ever in life evenly weighted, right? Evenly weighted with 10 pounds in each hand. And it reminds me of this meme I saw on Facebook and it was hilarious. It said, uh, hey, I'm in my third self-defense class. So if you want to come at me real slow with a fake knife in your right hand, I am ready for you. <laughs> so, so like working out with even weights, you know, it might be great for your aesthetic, but it's not actually functional fitness. And I'm really into functional fitness. And as a parent, I can tell you right now, you are lifting a 40 pounds, if not more kid on one hip while you are bending down, you know, we put ourselves into the weirdest torqued positions, getting two car seats out of the van to clean puke out of the car. I can guarantee you are contorting your body in all kinds of ways. So I really believe in functional fitness that keeps us strong for our lives, not just for an aesthetic, not just because you want to look good on Instagram, but because like, holy shit, you work hard in your life. So unstable weight loads are the key to this. They build incredible muscles for aesthetic, but it helps you get really strong in an uneven way and the sand shifts. So take a look at this rec bag. I hesitated for about four months. I kept, I kept clicking, I kept clicking, I kept clicking. And it, it's $135, which I was like, it's a fucking bag. Like I, I just couldn't do it. But this particular one's made in the US. And I said, you know what? The gyms are closing. I know last time the gyms closed, fitness equipment was really hard to find. So I said, just, you know, pull the trigger. Go for it, James. I cannot tell you this is the best money I have ever spent. I am thrilled with my rec bag. It goes in my car with me. When I'm waiting for something, I get out of my car. I do a few lunges and squats. I take it to my trail runs. When I'm done my trail run, I'll like do, you know, uh, a quarter of a mile with the rec bag. There's so many workouts. If you Google, there's so many things you can do with it. It's the most versatile piece of equipment. I got to tell you, 
for the election. I was stressed and I started doing, you know, one of the exercises you can do is throw it over your shoulder. It's like throwing a dead body over your shoulder, which is way more satisfying than I would like to admit, but it is very, very satisfying. They come in all different sizes. I personally got the the 25 to 75 pounds and I went to Lowe's and I got a 50 pound bag of play sand and then you just fill it. And they, you know, when you make a purchase, and you you have a not not even buyer's remorse, but you're like, ah, I don't know. Did I don't know? Was this a good purchase? I look at this rec bag every day, and I'm like, this is the best money I have ever spent. <laughs> so, so that's my big my big uh, plug for that. Also, you guys, I don't make any money on this or anything. So, it, that, these are seriously what Jen and I like, and that's it. Luxury skin products. Treat yourselves. Treat yourselves, especially in a harsh winter where you're going to be outside all the time. Jen is a huge fan of Sore Muscle Salve. It's by Fat in the Moon, and it's her favorite brand. I like Skin Food, and that's by a company called Nose to Tail. It's super luxurious skincare made from tallow. So I love the bergamot. Bergamot is what is in Earl Grey tea. It's that particular smell. It's very earthy. I love it. Uh, in skincare, your skincare, your skin is an organ. So you really should be having things as skincare for you and your kids should be something you could eat. You should be able to like lick your skincare. <laughs> I thought that was a favorite thing. Um, my favorite book right now, if you want to gift yourself is digital minimalism. Funny enough, I have it on my Kindle. <laughs> I have an actual whole podcast coming out about this because it has remarkably changed my life. I am always reading five books at once, but this one, picking it up at the right time, which was when I was ready to ditch Facebook. And so I actually have a huge podcast coming out, uh, not a huge, but a whole podcast in December about it and my uh, journey with digital minimalism. And then we have stuff that just, you know, you don't have to, again, if you don't have a whole lot of money or you have somebody who's kind of gourmet or you don't know what to get them, olive oil that is heirloom in quality. We have pine scented candles, a hobby that makes you happy. Jen had gone and gotten, uh, there's a company that does cutting boards engraved with recipes in handwriting. It's really cool. She found this one, which she thought of me, which was a personalized ukulele. So if you have a ukulele player in your life, that would be awesome. And then Last in this category is Jen and I both are obsessed with Marley's Monsters on the paper towels. So it's a company that tries to get you away from paper goods. So she makes reusable face cleaner, cloths, paper towels, napkins, all kinds of things. These paper towels are just, they're the, you know, it's almost like those baby face cloths. Do you remember how useful those were when the kids were babies or maybe you still have them? But uh they're they're thin and they're super absorbent. I use them as paper towels, but I use them all day long. They are, again, one of the best purchases I've made in a very long time. We have a whole list of books and similar to our Encourage Reading podcast, here are some books. I'm not going to go through them all because you can have a look. So that is our no crap gift guide. I hope it inspires you. I hope it gives you not only things to buy, you know, but also maybe ideas. And I hope that this is a good season for you guys. And if it's not, reach out, reach out for help. If you are prone to depression, if it's just really hard, if finances are hard, make sure you guys have a support system. And if you are a patron, I, you know, let me know. We'll bring it to the group and we'll we'll support you. I know this is not a joyful season for a lot of people. And so that's okay too. It's okay to bring it down. It's okay to 
jack it up. Essentially, whatever the fuck you want to do this Christmas, do it. Like, don't go. It's going to be a long winter, you guys, with this coronavirus. It's just going to be long. So take care of yourself. Take care of your kids. Take care of your mental health as well as your physical health. Equal, equal parts, mental health and physical health. All right, guys, as always, rock on. Um, 